Hey there, you're tuning in to episode six of You Got This. (laughs) As each episode uh, goes on, I get more and more excited for what's to come. And I really appreciate y'all listening. We've got a small but mighty little group that keeps coming back. And so if you've tuned in before, uh, so grateful to have you here and a warm welcome to anyone that's new to UGT. As always, Mama Bear gotta make sure everyone's up to speed. (laughs) So just to let y'all know, This is a podcast where we explore authentic living, seeing things from a higher perspective, and how to balance taking care of yourself in the world around you. The U is spelled just like the letter U, and it stands for universe or universal consciousness, or it's a play on the word U with a Y. You've got permission to make the U whatever you want it to be, though. (laughs) I'm your host, Asia Smith. And I'm a leadership educator, life coach, and intuitive healer. A very gentle disclaimer, coaching and healing are not replacements for therapy. So if you need it, please do what you got to do to keep yourself well. To me and the folks around you, it really does matter, okay? Please and thank you. (laughs) So... I've mentioned before, You Got This is not meant to be popular nor perfect. (laughs) Whoever this podcast is meant to resonate with is who it's for. So I'm grateful that there are folks out there where, you know, maybe You Got This provides some insight, maybe some clarity, or maybe just makes their day a little bit brighter. Um, Based on feedback that I've gotten on the show thus far, folks seem to enjoy the energy reading segments, which actually makes me feel really good, uh, especially if the esoteric stuff or in other words, all the universe woo woo stuff (laughs) is a little bit out of your comfort zone. Um, So if you're new, uh, just a heads up, each episode includes a collective energy reading at the end after the sponsor message. So if you want to hear energy readings uh, in previous episodes or episodes coming up in the future, just be sure to stay tuned after the sponsor message and that way you can hear it or you can skip it. It's completely your choice, authentic living. Um, But all that being said, I mentioned that because this is a special episode format for today. We're going to do what's called in the tarot world an extended reading. Ooh, la la. (laughs) And basically it just means the reader goes into more detail of reading the energy and interpreting the cards. So for my readings um, on our episodes so far, I mean, you know, I go into detail. I I mean, to some, the readings might already feel long (laughs) and I don't blame you, you know, but they're actually relatively short. I've seen some tarot readings that go on as long as two hours and Seriously, I don't even know how that's possible. I know for me, spirit don't be giving me that many messages (laughs) when I'm doing readings to, you know, go on for two hours. But, you know, maybe it just hasn't happened for me yet. Um, And also, I'm not a typical tarot reader. If if y'all haven't picked it up already, I kind of have my own way of doing things in general. But there's no right or wrong way. And that's why I enjoy it. A a common saying uh, that you'll hear from not even just me, but many tarot readers is take what resonates and leave what doesn't. You've got permission to do that. Um, And for me personally, I find tarot readings to be quite entertaining. And when I first got into doing this, I'd watch readings and they became just as captivating to me as watching my favorite TV 
TV show or listening to my favorite podcast. Um, when you find a reader whose style you resonate with, it does become quite entertaining. So we're going to do an extended reading for today and I'm going to pull more cards. We're going to get more into the story. We might get us a little bit of a novella, <laughs> um, it, you know, soap opera for, for folks who don't know what that means in Spanish. And so um, with this being episode six, the number six in numerology represents love, harmony, and relationships. That's why I was saying, depending on what we get from the cards, might get a little bit of a novella. And so I'm actually excited for this reading. Um, six also represents air and water signs in the zodiac. So that's something to keep in mind. Uh, and in tarot, air, that represents thoughts, mindset, and water represents emotions. So even before pulling cards, already lots of connections happen in here. So I'm definitely going to apply this to the overall tone of our reading and we'll see where the cards take us from there. Let's dive in. This podcast is sponsored by Authentic Service Group, an organization empowering young adults to explore their potential and achieve success genuinely through virtual life and leadership coaching, community engagement, and networking events for emerging leaders in the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area and beyond. For more information, visit AuthenticServiceGroup.org. No matter what life throws your way, you got this. Hey listeners, welcome to the extended energy reading for episode six. I hope all is well on your side of town. I'm so grateful to have you here. Gentle reminder if this isn't your first time and a heads up if it is, these are general collective readings rather than being one-on-ones. So it's possible what comes through may not apply to you and that's okay. That just means the guidance in this particular reading might be messages that somebody else out there needs to hear. So you can just sit back and relax and enjoy the entertainment and maybe the next one will be for you. You have permission to take what resonates from this reading and leave what doesn't. Before we get started, let's all just take a deep breath. (sighs) I always wonder if I sound like Darth Vader, like, (sighs) um, I'm open to feedback, so let me know. (laughs) But aside from that, uh, I've already blessed and shuffled the card decks that I'm going to be using for our extended reading. So just a quick shout out to the artist before we get started. We've got the Universal Weight Tarot by A.E. Waite and Pamela Coleman-Smith, Sun and Moon Tarot by Vanessa Decor, Native American Tarot by Magda Gonzalez, Angels and Ancestors Oracle by Kyle Gray, Moonology Oracle by Yasmin Boland and Daily Crystal Inspiration Oracle by Heather Askenasi. Episode six, we've got three tarot decks and three oracle decks. Ooh. <laughs> so let's see what's in the cards for us today. Okay. Extended reading. <laughs> I'm excited for this. Uh, we'll, we'll see how long it goes. Just because it's extended doesn't mean it's going to go on for two, three hours. <laughs> it just means that we're going to get more messages from spirit. And what I'm feeling called to do, since we have six tarot decks, I 
think what I'm going to do. And hopefully I don't regret it and overwhelm myself with this, but I'm going to do some continued shuffling of the cards. So for all of the decks, I get six cards. So that's going to be 36 cards total. That's a lot. <laughs> and when there are more cards that um, come out in a reading, what that really means is there's less that's left up to interpretation by the reader. Um, the messages from spirit are more direct. Uh, and so that's why I'm saying with us having so many cards, <laughs> we might have a little bit of a novella, <laughs> you know, um, like a full story, you know, not just one chapter, but multiple chapters from each of these decks. And so that's, that's part of why I'm feeling drawn to get so many cards. I think I'm just going to take it kind of like chapter by chapter. So we get that novel or, or, or that soap opera, <laughs> if you will. Um, okay. Two cards. It's funny, I feel like novella might be the only word y'all think I know in Spanish. <laughs> I'm going to have to switch it up in a future episode with a little something else. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, because it, it, I've used that in, in previous episodes, but it definitely applies here today. And yeah, I also want to put out there as far as love relationships, you know, with the number six, that's sort of the underlying theme of this reading. Um it could be relationship to self or it could be relationship and connection to others. It could be romantic relationship, could be platonic, familial, <laughs> work related. So yeah, just, um, yeah, take it, take it how it resonates for you. You have permission to do that. So I just want to put that out there. Um, if you're new, the noise you're hearing in the background, that's additional shuffling that I'm doing so that there we go. So that the cards that come out are random um, messages from spirit. And you know what? Something else that I'm going to put out there, too, <laughs> with this being an extended reading. Um, you know, I'm going to give myself permission to cough, sneeze <laughs> and just be a real um, a real human being. <laughs> I don't have talking points for um the readings like I do for the other segments in the show, I can't just like pause it without having to completely start it over. So yeah, um, you know, I'm probably going to fumble, might need to sneeze one or two times. So just letting y'all know. <laughs> cool. So I have uh, the six cards that I need from the Universal Tarot deck. So Let's get into chapter one. Um, cool. I'm just arranging the cards by the sweets and elements. And then that way, this little mini spread flows nicely for me and painting the picture for y'all who are tuning in. So it looks like we've got one major arcana card and that's the hermit card. And then, and, and major arcana cards, just for anyone who's tuning in who doesn't know, it's literally just the major themes that might pop out uh, from, from a tarot deck. And then the minor arcana, that's where we've got the sweets and elements like cups, wands, swords, pentacles. So the major arcana card that we have here is the hermit. So with this being a major theme here, yeah, before actually I get into the other cards, I'll go ahead and explain this one. And so, yeah, the hermit and um, 
<laughs> this is actually a term that I use uh, uh, quite a bit, like being in being in hermit mode. And it's not just me who uses it. There, there are many people who use the whole hermit mode term. But what it what it indicates is introspection, um, searching for some sort of answers. If someone's in hermit mode, they might be going through some sort of, you know, their own sort of spiritual development. It doesn't have to apply that way, but it literally means someone who's kind of uh, in solitude, because they're, they're focusing on working on themselves, um, or reevaluating things. Um, yeah. And some people, uh, you know, they also take the hermit card as, as being like, you know, like do your own thing, (laughs) make your own decisions, like, like not necessarily like being part of the crowd, you know, um, three of cups, yeah, I'm feeling called to go to the cups. So cups that that represents water. So that ties into relationships, emotions. And the three of cups is a card that is one of the probably one of the most positive cards in the tarot, um, interestingly enough. And so with the number three, this is something that I've shared in previous episodes, but just just doing a recap for um, for folks, you know, who are new, making sure that they're up to speed and a recap for, for anyone who's returning. But the three of cups is a good card. And that's because the three, as it relates to this card, um, it represents connection, (laughs) trifecta, if you will. Um, so the three of cups with all the points sort of connecting, um, it means good harvest and it could also represent some sort of abundance. Um, successful relationships, you know, um, and also perhaps rediscovering what it is that fills your cup or makes you happy. Maybe this is something that you're thinking about, um, while you're, you know, whoever I'm picking up on is sort of in that hermit energy. Um, four of swords. So four in numerology represents balance foundations, um, and swords being air that's thoughts and mindset. And so, what I'm also, what I'm getting from this, this is another good card with the four of swords. It means either some sort of a mental clarity, um, or mental stability. Yeah. I think that's another way that, that I can put it. So (laughs) three of cups, you've got that emotional stability and four of swords, you've got that mental stability. And honestly, quite often, uh, (laughs) we usually have to be in hermit mode. I think sometimes to, to really get there just with everything sort of, going on and affecting us in the outside world. Um, yeah. And so it's interesting because we've got the King of Swords card that's here as well. Um, and it's reverse. And so when a King of Swords card comes up and, you know, this could be male, female, non-binary, take it, take it how it resonates for you. But this card, when it's upright, this signifies someone who is, you know, sort of in more of that masculine energy, but they're concealing their emotions. Um, but typically when it's upright, it's someone who's concealing their emotions for the sake of maintaining some sort of mental stability. But when it's reverse, this could indicate some sort of manipulation of some sort. And so I think that's why it's interesting that 
this card is here in its reverse, but then there's the four of swords and it's upright. It's, it's almost like one sort of cancels out the other. And so maybe there's some sort of like a king of swords energy <laughs> in your life somewhere, or, or maybe you're fearful that, that there is, um, or perhaps since being in, you know, kind of that hermit energy, maybe that's what you've recognized, <laughs> Um, after going in into that solitude for a little bit, because we also have the King of Pentacles here that's upright. Oh, interesting. Um, hmm. Okay. So I'm looking at, I'm looking at these cards over. Um, so we have the King of Pentacles upright and then the King of Swords reverse. And then we also have the seven of wands here. And the seven of wands is a card that usually indicates that someone is sort of on the defensive. Um, yeah. And, and actually, now that I think about it, the seven of wands has come up in a previous reading. I just can't remember which episode, but um, typically what that does represent is someone where they're in some sort of a battle, but whatever that battle is that they're in it's like it's just part of the process it like like it's gonna be all right like you like you got this you know um and so with the art on the card I actually yeah I remember uh with the seven of wands it came out from the sun and moon tarot deck and so there's there's a lady on the card um on that deck but in the universal tarot deck there's a gentleman on here and so he's holding one of his wands and it, it looks like he's fighting back against the other six wands and so it's like well damn like <laughs> like he's got to use a wand to you know fight against the other ones um so again I mean with that reverse king of swords someone who where you, you don't really know what they're doing or where they're coming from and they're kind of concealing their emotions um for manipulative perhaps reasons it's kind of like you're on the defense against that whoever I'm picking up on and then with the king of pentacles that's here pentacles representing earth which is you know material possessions physical reality and and things like that the king of pentacles being upright this this signifies someone who's typically, you know, very good at like business, um, making deals, maybe they're charitable as well. Um, and so, yeah, yeah. I think with this King of Pentacles energy being here, ooh, quite honestly, I mean, and you take it how it resonates. Like the, it's, it's a King, but you know, it could be male, female, non-binary, but maybe, the reason why you're in this hermit sort of energy and you're thinking through like the three of cups, you know, what fills your cup makes you happy four of swords, maintaining, you know, sort of that mental stability. And it's actually interesting on the card for the four of swords. It shows what, what looks to be a statue, but that's laying down with, with prayer hands. <laughs> and there are three swords that are, that are, you know, kind of dangling atop and then one sword that's that's on the ground and so like underneath this statue and so it's it's interesting to me as far as that mental stability piece because it's almost like 
what I'm seeing on this card, it's like, you know, there are these other swords that are around that could potentially hurt it, but it's like, it, it's got its one sword where it's like, you know, I'm good, I'm chilling. Whereas the seven of wands here and wands representing fire, energy, passion, motivation, with the seven of wands here, it's a little bit more of like an active battle where you can tell that this person is is truly like on the defense. And so it's almost like with the first three cards I went through with the hermit, the three of cups and the four of swords, um, that you're balanced when you're kind of in the hermit energy. But yeah, <laughs> this king of pentacles and then this reverse king of swords and the seven of wands, what this kind of tells me is that maybe you're in this hermit energy and trying to stay balanced because there's a king of pentacles energy where maybe underneath that it's, it's a reverse king of swords and that seven of wands, like you're kind of feeling defensive toward that. I mean, it's, this is interesting. I'm almost picking up some sort of a lack of, of, of trust that's happening here and maybe you're trying to think through it. And I think this is important as it relates to the whole relationships piece. Um, yeah, because what I'm picking up on is somebody where like they're, they're like definitely kind of thinking through a lot of things and like what, what they actually want and what makes them happy and maybe what they're kind of seeing in front of them and sort of working through all of those different dynamics, if that makes sense. And so I think that's an interesting place for us to start with the tarot because I feel like it shows like whoever I'm picking up on, like it literally is telling us like where you're at, where it's like, okay, like <laughs> I'm kind of like keeping to myself because um, this is my happy place right now. <laughs> um, but outside of my happy place, there's all this other stuff that's going on. And I, you know, I'm just trying to maneuver through that. Yeah. So that, yeah, that's what I'm getting from the universal tarot. Let's go with the angels. Yeah. Let's go with the angels and ancestors deck next. So let's go to chapter two. <laughs> Let's see what we get next from the angels and ancestors. So in response to what we're getting from the universal tarot deck of kind of, you know, being, being in that in solitude for, for a little bit. Um, and maybe it's because you're trying to be mentally stable and sort of think through what's going to get you to that three of cups and whoop, okay. Oh, that's three cards already. <laughs> Speaking of three. Um, and, you know, and maybe whether or not what's in your physical reality is what's actually going to get you there, you know. Um, let, let's see what what messages we get from the angels and the ancestors about how to process all that. Yeah. Let's see. All right. I got three cards already. Um you know what? And something else that I'm going to put out there too, that I, I don't, I don't think I've said this in previous readings, but naturally, uh, the tarot reader and their energy is going to have some sort of influence over how they interpret the cards. And sometimes even the, the cards that happen to fly out, <laughs> uh, and, and kind of, you know, the, the energy, you know, with all of that. And so for, for me in particular that like this week has been a little heavy for me, like I'm all right, but it, it's a heavy week because, um, it's, uh, okay. There's four cards. I gotta, I gotta 
let me take this random one out. Okay. Um, you know, a little bit of a heavy week for me personally, as it relates to relationships, connection to self, what have you. And this is more on a kind of a familial tip. Um, and that's because it, you know, my mom's birthday is on August 10th and my grandma's birthday is on August 13th. And uh, the fun fact, they're both dead. <laughs> so, you know, like for me, and, and this is my maternal grandmother as well. And I was, you know, close with both of them. And so it's, it's one of those things where like, I'm thinking a lot about relationships and even like origin and connection to self. And like, I've been reflecting on a lot of that this week. And, and that's what happens for me, you know, every year when it, when it falls um, on their birthdays. And I lost my grandmother more recently than, than my mother. Um, but either way, it's, it's something that, that impacts me and how I approach relationships. And so if there's anyone where, um, either this has been kind of a heavy week for you too, or there's some sort of like kind of family dynamic, you know, that programming (laughs) for returning listeners, um, that I've mentioned in previous episodes, I'm, I'm feeling called to share that. That's something that I would probably otherwise not, (laughs) not share, but I'm feeling called to share it. I feel like somebody out there might need to hear it. Like you have permission to like also apply whatever kind of dynamics, even from folks who aren't here, (laughs) here with us anymore, but they're, they're here in spirit, you know, angels and ancestors. Um, those connections can apply to this reading as well. Yeah. So all that being said, let me flip these cards over. We got our six cards from the Angels and Ancestors deck. And so let's see what they're saying in response to who I'm picking up on, who's in kind of introspection and hermit mode. So we have the Shaman, Trust in Higher Forces, Autumn, release the old and rest warrior be fearless and stand strong eagle see from a higher perspective the hermit (laughs) um oh my gosh okay we have the hermit from the angels and ancestors retreat and recharge and the stargazer set your sights higher um cool so we have a repeat already. And, and yeah, like with me shuffling through the decks and the cards flying out, like that's so that it's random to maintain um, the integrity. And so when things repeat <laughs> and there are connections like that, you know, it, it gets me excited. <laughs> um, it's, yeah, it's, it, it is really real <laughs> for lack of a better way for me to put it. So we have the Hermit card that came up in the universal tarot deck. And then we've also got the hermit rest and recharge here for angels and ancestors. So yeah, this, this is either solidifying for us that this is indeed, you know, the, the kind of stage that whoever I'm picking up on is in, or this is a message from spirit. That's like, Hey, if if you aren't currently a hermit mode, you might want to (laughs) consider, might want to consider getting into it um, because you, you know, you, you learn a lot when, when you actually take the time to um, be introspective and, and literally just spend time with yourself. And so, yeah, again, this is kind of just reinforcing that there's a lot of kind of self-work happening. Um, and on this hermit card for the Angels and Ancestors deck, there's there's a gentleman on this card and he's in, he's in a meditative uh, position. You know, he's he's chilling. He's thinking about life. <laughs> 
Um, and then cool. We've got the eagle see things from a higher perspective and the shaman trust in higher forces. I mean, these cards make, they directly go together and they make a whole lot of sense. So yeah. And that's, I think typically what happens with being in hermit mode, you start, you start kind of evaluating everything and you see things from a different perspective. So Again, that eagle see things from a higher perspective and trusting in higher forces. I mean, I almost feel like this is some reassurance for this seven of wands card <laughs> where whoever I'm picking up on is maybe feeling a little bit um, in the defensive. And perhaps it's because of the king of swords energy that's reversed. You feel like there's some sort of energy around that isn't safe. Um Maybe it appears safe, but you feel like deep down it's not. And maybe it actually is safe, but because of some sort of fear that you have, something's fired up in you where you feel like you're on the defensive. And I think that's why the shaman, and the shaman's a healer. So I think that's why the shaman is here and it's saying trust in higher forces and, you know, maybe just just relax a little bit. Um, yeah, the warriors here, be fearless and stand strong. I think that certainly ties into the seven of wands. Yeah, like I'm getting, I'm just feeling energy of someone where like, I just want to tell them like, it's okay. <laughs> and I think that's why the autumn card is is here as well. Release the old and rest. So, you know, like you're on the defensive, but you deserve to relax and I think that also beautifully sort of connects to the Stargazer card, set your sights higher. Um, mm. And I, you know what? I think if we're even tying this into the universal tarot deck <laughs> relationships and all that stuff, um, you know, just to, you know, make it a little juicy, a little bit of drama, this Stargazer set your sights higher, perhaps, especially being in the, on the defense in the seven of wands energy, maybe it's because you were dealing with a king of swords. Um, and again, it could be male, female, non-binary, but you're, you were dealing with somebody who was in that reverse king of swords energy. And what you deserve is somebody who's in that upright king of pentacles energy. So with releasing the old and rest with the autumn card and then stargazer set your sights higher. Um, oh, wow. And then with this warrior, be fearless and stand strong. <laughs> this could also be spirit like, you know, like um, really stand in your power as far as what what it is that you deserve. And perhaps this is a, a loving reminder from spirit that you do need to set your sights a little bit higher because that three of cups, <laughs> you know, that, um, that balance in your relationship or success in your relationship and relationships and connections, it's, it's possible for you to achieve that. And oh, wow. Actually, what I'm kind of getting from this is maybe, maybe, maybe you are used to, um, connections that haven't necessarily been healthy for you. So it could be romantic familial, platonic, whatever, but maybe, maybe that's what you're used to and what you've experienced. And that's why you are on the defense and being in hermit mode. Perhaps you've recognized that. <laughs> yeah. Perhaps this has come to light for you while being in hermit mode. And so as a result of this hermit mode, the messages that you're getting are that you need to, you know, be fearless and stand strong like a warrior, uh, release the old and rest. We're in, we're in summertime now, but we're approaching autumn. So it's, it's actually, um, it's, it's very appropriate that 
this card came out, we're going to be shifting into a new season soon. And maybe that applies to you, <laughs> whoever I'm picking up on, you've got a new season approaching. So it is time to release the old and rest, um, and set your sights higher. Like the stargazer suggests. <laughs> okay. Let's go with, um, I think while we're on the theme of, of angels and ancestors, I want to go with the Native American tarot next. And this deck, uh, I've used it in one other reading before. It isn't like the traditional tarot. It's almost like a tarot and oracle uh, deck combined <laughs> in a sense. And so, uh, yeah, I really love using this one. And the, the artwork on this is, it's stunning. Uh, so we'll see what we get. Either way, this is going to add a, a really cool and different uh, dynamic to our reading. <laughs> so let's see what we get. Okay. That, okay, that's four cards already. Thank you, spirits. <laughs> cool. So we just need two more. Let's see. Oh, all right, one more. <laughs> Thank you. All right, come on. Uh, okay. Uh, cool. Let me just arrange these. Um, fun fact, one of the reasons why I love um, these cards so much, uh, one of the tribes that's represented in these cards is the Blackfoot tribe and, and my maternal grandfather. He's a descendant of that, of that tribe. So yeah, these, these cards definitely um, are special to me. And I don't know. Normally I'd keep that to myself, but I felt called to share it because <laughs> I'm in a little bit of a, a sentimental mood. I know I just shared about my mother, my grandmother. So my grandfather, he actually passed away not too long ago either. So I think in general, I'm just feeling energy, you know, from, from all the spirits, it, you know, in my tribe today. And for anyone who's out there where maybe you need a little bit of love from the spirits in your tribe, I guess, take this message from me that, they're there. <laughs> You're protected. You got nothing to worry about. Um, cool. So from the Native American deck, we have, and one of these card, one of these cards is actually uh, reverse. Or no, two. Oh, two of these are reverse. Okay. Let me rearrange these a little bit. Okay, so we have card number two, the trapper. Ooh. <laughs> number 10, the medicine wheel. Number 11, justice card. And we have the maiden of pipes. And then the two reverse cards that I've got are eight. And that is the captive card and the warrior of vessels that's also reverse interesting ooh ooh okay <laughs> so with the trapper card that's upright and the captive card 
um, that's reverse. I mean, these two completely cancel each other out. It's like, whoever I'm picking up on, you're like, I'm not about to be captive. <laughs> like, they're like, yeah, like maybe there's some energy that's going on here with the trapper where you're just like, nope, <laughs> not having it. Um, yeah. And with 10 being medicine wheel, it's, it's almost like kind of like the wheel of fortune card in a traditional tarot deck. But, but what I'm getting from this is whoever I'm picking up on, it's almost like you're taking control of your own destiny. Yeah. Um, and the number 10 in numerology represents completing a cycle or like, like reaching the end of something. The it's either the end goal or, or maybe a challenge that you've been going through is finally like over. Um, and, and that's why the justice card is here, which is the number 11 and with 10 and 11, just that progression, like that's what I'm picking up from this. Um, and so, yeah, it's almost like there's something here trying to trap you. You're like, hell nah, <laughs> I'm going to take control of my own destiny. And that's where the justice card is sort of coming in where it's like, okay, you know, you got this. Um, the maiden of pipes. I would say that this is probably this is probably the same thing as so pipes being air. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to equate that to swords. And so with the maiden, um, let's say it's the queen. So it's like the queen of swords. <laughs> we have the reverse king of swords um, in the universal tarot deck that came up. And so we've got the maiden of pipes, a.k.a. queen of swords um, that's here that's upright. <laughs> so it's almost like we got this queen of swords energy here, you know, um, that that's, I feel sort of just kind of this like protective sort of energy from this maiden of pipes. Um, yeah. Someone who's very mentally balanced and sound, um, and really just kind of, you know, using that pipe <laughs> to, to kind of just do, 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 you know, like move along and, and sort of cut through the bullshit. Like if this was swords, it would be cutting through the bullshit. Yeah. Um, and I think that's also where that justice card comes in. We got this main of pipes that's like, uh-uh, <laughs> that trapper ain't about to hold me captive. Right. And so, yeah. Um, yeah. Like this captive card that I mentioned is reverse. We also have the warrior of vessels that's reverse. Um, I'm going to equate that to, to a knight of cups. Yeah. To a knight of cups in traditional tarot. And so with cups representing water, that's emotions, relationships. So for a knight of cups, uh, <laughs> a lot of times what that card indicates, um, when it's upright is someone who's perhaps a little bit emotionally immature, um, and you, and take it how it resonates. It, it could be a gentleman, could be a lady, could be non-binary. Uh, yeah. You got to take it how it resonates. But with this warrior of vessels or AKA a knight of cups being reversed <laughs> as well as the captive being reversed. Yeah. I feel like with the native American deck, what's happening is that whatever spirits are around you or you're doing it yourself, they're like, uh-uh, <laughs> Like you are protected from whatever is happening that might be trying to kind of throw you off course a little bit um, from what it is that you either want or need or deserve being that three of cups. And that's what you're thinking through kind of being in this hermit mode. You're evaluating all of these things. Um, wow. <laughs> 
Okay, so let's go with let's go with the uh, the Daily Crystal uh, Inspiration deck next. Yeah. Okay, so what we know so far from chapters one through three. <laughs> Whoever I'm picking up on is in hermit mode. They are thinking through and evaluating their relationships, how they're affecting them, what they want, what's going to make them happy, uh, seeing things from a different perspective, perhaps even learning to set their sights maybe a little bit, yeah, a, a little bit higher from... <laughs> some some bullshit that they've tolerated in the past yeah <laughs> I kind of like where this is going um cool okay let's see what messages we get from the crystal okay here oh here's two from the crystals all right we got two let's get four more all right that's three Okay, two more. Oh, one more. <laughs> there we go. Okay. All right. <laughs> we have uh, probably going to mispronounce at least one of these. <laughs> Excuse me. Okay. We have Phantom Quartz, Embrace Change, Fluorite, Find Peace Within, Iolite, Shift Your Money Mindset, Amethyst, Trust Your Intuition, Pink Opal, Be Kind to Yourself, and Pyrite, Let the Money Flow In. Okay. Um... Hmm. So with this King of Pentacles card that came out in the Universal Tarot deck um, and what I shared about the King of Pentacles, that being someone where it, it that does it, this does represent someone where like they they got their pentacles in order. You know, they're successful, um, hardworking, someone that, that folks respect and not necessarily because of what they what they have. Like it's <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> But yeah, that, that's pretty much what the King of Pentacles is. You know, it's someone who's successful, sophisticated. They have the things. And so, yeah, I feel like with Pyrite, let the money flow in and, and Iolite, shift your money mindset. Um, maybe this is something that you're thinking through while you're in, you know, that hermit mode. Um, yeah, maybe you're thinking about ways to get into sort of that King of Pentacles energy or you think if this is something that you figure out that it's going to improve your connections um which maybe <laughs> if it's something that would improve your confidence but honestly I feel like with this whole kind of king of swords reverse card that came out in the universal tarot deck and then kind of all the just all the protective energy that's been coming out from the angels and ancestors and the native American deck as well. I almost wonder if the shifting money mindset and letting the money flow in, if it's almost like, um, 
like have this certainly be something as as a goal but shift your mindset from this being the priority of what you think you need in order to have successful relationships yeah yeah and if you do shift that mindset you're still going to be abundant i think not only with the, with the money part but also in the quality of your connections that's what that's what i'm feeling called to pick up actually from from these cards in terms of a message from spirit and then with these other four cards, I mean, all of these really tie together quite nicely. Embrace change, find peace within, trust your intuition, be kind to yourself. <laughs> these are beautiful messages. And I think it, it's just a, a loving push from spirit and a reminder that we all need to, to hear as we're going through any sort of journey of inner work where we're really evaluating ourselves and our connections and perhaps seeing where we could have done things a bit differently or recognizing where we've tolerated things from others where, you know, perhaps we've deserved better. <laughs> so I think that's why with embracing change, it's, it, sometimes it's tough to, to kind of make that shift of this has come up in, in a previous episode and actually episode three, uh, where we had Rebecca blessed on with setting boundaries and how for her, that's what she learned in her journey was true self-love. And so, and that was a huge shift for her once she did that inner work and recognized that that was something that she needed to work on. And so again, being in hermit mode, you end up learning a lot about yourself and about others and your connection to others. And so I think with embracing change, it's going to be inevitable that the change is, is probably going to happen as a result of the inner work that you're doing and, and the realizations that, that are coming about for you. So when navigating through all of that and embracing that change, it is going to be important to find peace within and be kind to yourself and also trust your intuition, just like the shaman card from the angel and ancestors car, uh, deck, uh, trust in higher voices. Um, what I, what I, you know, really get from that is that whoever I'm picking up on the answers that you're seeking aren't either aren't always going to be obvious or always going to be right in front of your face. <laughs> uh, and, and that's with anything in life. Sometimes there are things that we have to think through where we don't know all of the answers and we got to make moves anyway. And so this is, uh, I think just some encouragement to trust yourself and trust your judgment because yeah, you are protected. You're protected. Cool. Um, yeah. Okay. So we've got the sun and moon tarot deck as our, our final tarot that we're going to be doing for this extended reading. And then we'll close out with the moonology deck for our final messages. Oh, <laughs> all right. There's one card. If you are still here, uh, props to you. <laughs> Uh, okay. There's two. Yeah. I think we've been to, I think we've been together at this point for like 40 minutes or something <laughs> going through this reading. So yeah. Thanks for, for hanging in there with me. I hope this has been helpful so far. We're almost at the end. Okay, we got three cards so far. Just need three more. Okay. 
come on. Now spirit don't want to talk. <laughs> Spirit's like, I already gave you enough. You're asking me for too much today. Okay. Uh, two more cards. All right. And one more card. Twenty more cards came out. Hold up, hold up. <laughs> okay, let me clean this up. Just pick a random card from this pile. <laughs> okay, one, two, three, four, five, six. Okay. So let's see what we got from from the sun and moon. So what we have so far from chapters one through four, <laughs> or, or I won't even go through all chapters one through four, but where we've ended uh, with chapter four is the fact that whatever inner work is going on with this person who's evaluating their connection to self, connection to others, there's gonna have to be some changes, I think, that whoever I'm picking up on is recognizing you know, need to be made, and so embrace that. Trust your intuition, especially since this is gonna feel different and possibly out of your comfort zone. But yeah, it's all about being kind to yourself and um, finding the peace within. And then also just this note about shifting your money mindset and letting the money flow in uh, and how I'm taking it is shift your money mindset as far as how important you feel that is in order for you to get to your three of cups. Like you don't need to be a king of pentacles <laughs> in order to get to the three of cups. Like you can still be very much um, abundant. It's almost like one of those things. It's like not all that glitters is gold kind of deal. Um, yeah. And so with the sun and moon tarot, Oh, interesting. Okay. So for the sun and moon tarot, sorry, I'm like getting all excited and stuff. So for the sun and moon tarot, I'm just rearranging these cards because we do have mainly minor arcana, but some major arcana. So we, and I'll start with the major arcana cards since those are going to be the major themes and the minor arcana cards are going to be a bit more descriptive for us. So we have the moon card that's here and this card is reverse, which isn't a bad thing. It just means what this card represents that it's the opposite or there's some sort of resistance to it. And typically with the moon card, what that means is, I mean, usually what the moon card indicates is that there's some sort of, you know, like, like secrets, um, like mysticism and, you know, just, uh, things beyond what can be seen. And so it's interesting as far as like the stargazer set your sights higher from, um, the Angels and Ancestors deck. Um, I'm feeling called to uh, look at this card because of course the moon and then the stargazer, but I feel like with the moon being reversed, what that means is I think sort of that the, the mysticism and everything is still there, but it's, but it's, it's under, it, it's something that can be translated and it's understandable in a sense. And what I mean by that is there, like there's, there's no veil <laughs> or, um, or secrets per se. And so it's almost like with the moon card being reversed that, that, that's, that things are, are being revealed. And so this is an example of a card being reversed where it's like, Oh, like it's, 
not necessarily positive, negative or neutral. It's just like, oh, okay. Like, you know, things are, are, are becoming, you know, clear or, or coming, coming to light in a sense. Um, and perhaps it's things that are a bit more in like, that are more spiritually based as far as what you're reflecting on and sort of evaluating for yourself rather than feeling so kind of confused by it or that it's out of reach, which sometimes, you know, that the moon card could potentially indicate that not always, but I'm just, you know, feeling called to, to sort of take it in that way with it being reversed. It's almost like, Oh, okay. Like, like, like I'm starting to get it now and sort of uncover and unpack, um, some of the different complexities, you know, like you're, you're, you're reaching some sort of clarity. Yeah. I do think that's what that means because looking at this other major arcana card, it's, it's the temperance card. And so it's about that balance, (laughs) discipline, um, discerning things. And, And quite often when we're in that hermit mode, that's where we're able to have that clarity and sort of do that best. And so with these two cards, it's almost like, there, there was a lack of clarity before and what's happening for you now for what I'm picking up on is that you're, you're thinking through things and you, you're setting your sights higher, you're gaining some sort of a perspective so that you can practice that temperance and reach that clarity. Um, the art on this card in the sun and moon tarot deck, it, it shows like a yin and yang. And it, again, it's about that balance. It's temperance. Um, Cool. So shifting over to the minor arcana cards, let's see what, what, what we get from these. We've got the princess of wands, wands being fire energy. So passion, motivation. Um, Ooh. And then the rest of these cards are cups. So water, emotions, um, and relationships. So yeah, with the princess of wands, um, I mean, that you know, this is someone who, and, and I've mentioned it before, take it how it resonates, it's princess here, but you know, it, it doesn't have to necessarily be female energy coming through on this card. But what this represents, and, and actually what you can see on the card, there, there's a lady on the card and they're holding a flower, <laughs> but they're standing atop a, a tiger who's sort of, you know, in, enveloped in, in these flames. And so the princess of wands is someone who's very, you know, sort of motivated. And I think, you know, feeling in their power and it's like this very sort of fresh fired up energy, you know, that I get when I see this princess of wands card. And it's interesting with the rest of the cards being in that cups energy, because (laughs) I think the reason why this princess of wands is like really feeling herself right now is because, um, oof. And I think that's why the moon card and the temperance card are here. I actually feel like these two cards might be a little more of like, like, you know, kind of like the cards from the native American deck where it's like, uh, you know, like calm down, (laughs) slow down, you know, like you're protected. We're just, you know, spirits jumping in to be like, you know, practice temperance. Like, you know what I mean? Um, cause this princess of wands is like really feeling herself. Um, and I think it's because, you know, with four of cups for, stability, foundations, cups being emotions. This is someone where, you know, I think going through that hermit mode and and you do find that balance and you start learning things and I think really kind of finding your flow. I mean, you can start feeling yourself a little bit. 
And so, you know, who I'm picking up on, um, being in that four of cups energy where you are feeling stable, that's really awesome and it's really great. Um, and the 10 of cups, you know, being here too, um, so 10 represents reaching the end of the cycle, end goal. And so when you're in the 10 of cups, it usually means like, yeah, like, I, you know, I've, I've got everything. I've got all the things like, but sometimes what it could also mean is that like, it's, you know, it's, it's almost like, I don't know it. And I don't even want to say overwhelmed, but it's like, wow, like you've got a lot going on. Um, which is all fine and dandy. And that's probably why you feel fired up. <laughs> but underneath the surface, so with this moon card being reversed, like underneath the surface, like we also have a card here that's the king of cups and it's reversed. And so we, we had the king of swords that's reversed um, in the universal tarot deck. And with the king of cups being reversed, just to provide some context, when a king of cups is upright, that typically indicates someone where they're they're unbelievably emotionally stable. They're a great provider, um, and I mean emotional provider, as far as being able to really support someone that they're working with or in partnership with. Um, kind of similar to the king of of pentacles where like people look up to them they respect them it's someone who's trustworthy so the fact that the king of cups card is reversed <laughs> and this reading is relating to like relationships and things like that i almost feel like this is a message from spirit where it's like okay like whoever i'm picking up on like just be mindful of the different connections that you kind of make throughout your journey and just make sure that <laughs> make sure that you do practice some sort of temperance. I think especially when you're in that princess of wands energy, because perhaps when you're in that princess of wands energy, that's when it's really easy for things to get a little bit cloudy for you. Um, because you're feeling like, Ooh, there's that 10 of cups. Like, I, you know, like, like I'm feeling like I'm in a four of cups and I'm automatically assuming that that means that this is my 10 of cups. When the reality is that it's actually a reverse King of cups, if that makes sense. Right. <laughs> and so that's why the temperance piece here, I think is so, so important. And I think that's also why the moon card came out reverse and we got the King of cups reverse because it's one of those things where it's like, you know, not, not everything is necessarily as it seems. And again, that could be positive, negative or neutral, not saying it's a bad thing. It's just, it's, it's about, um, really, I think kind of thinking through situations and connections with others and evaluating things, not only at face value, but also from a higher perspective to see if it's a connection that truly serves you. And if it does truly serve you, then hopefully that means it's a connection that can serve others as well. It's kind of like the, the, the bigger picture of things. So that's also, I felt called to say that. <laughs> so that's another thing that I'm getting from all this. Um, cool. So last but not least, we've got the Moonology Oracle to close us out. All right, let's see what we get for our final six cards. Chapter six. <laughs> let's get our final, okay. 
final messages from spirit. Okay, so we got two, two, whoops, two cards so far. Just need four more. Okay, three. Okay, one more card. We have five right now. Okay. Oh, two came out, so I got to pick one. Pick a random one. Okay, cool. All righty. Let's see what we got. All right. <laughs> We have the super moon, emotions are running high. We've got the new moon in Pisces, meditate and contemplate. Full moon in Capricorn, the end of a tough cycle approaches. <laughs> Full moon in Aries, a fiery climax approaches. New moon eclipse, expect, expect <laughs> powerful change. And uh, third quarter moon, adjustments are required. Wow. Um, wow. Okay. So these tie in with so many of the cards that came out. I need to like rearrange. <laughs> this is actually pretty cool um, for us to close out in this way. So emotions are running high, meditate and contemplate. Oh my goodness. Seven of wands. <laughs> Definitely that seven of wands. Um, perhaps even that reverse king of cups. Um, and then meditate and contemplate the hermit card from the universal tarot deck and, and also the hermit, uh, from the angels and ancestors deck. Um, and even fluorite from the crystal inspiration deck of finding peace within, um, with meditate and contemplate and with emotions running high. I mean, when you're in that space of feeling perhaps either triggered or overwhelmed, you do need to go into that hermit mode sometimes and, and meditate and contemplate. And so what I'm getting from this from spirit is I feel like spirits maybe just putting out there, like, like your emotions either are currently running high or it's going to happen. And so this is just a friendly reminder, um, to breathe <laughs> when you need to, um, it's really interesting, a fiery climax approaches and the end of a rough cycle approaches. We do have wands energy in this reading that came out um, with the seven of wands. And I mentioned how that card from the Universal Tarot deck, uh, typically it does indicate some sort of a battle that's occurring. And so I think a fiery climax approaching, you know, maybe maybe you're approaching the, the end of that battle. So that's a good thing. <laughs> the end of a tough cycle approaches full moon in Capricorn. I mean, I mean, these two cards are I mean, they're almost one in the same, uh, I think, as it relates to this reading. So maybe as far as connection to yourself or connection to others, there's definitely been um, some sort of challenge that <laughs> sorry I'm getting the reminder or here on anchor it's like you can only do 60 minute segments only have a few minutes left so that being said <laughs> literally have five minutes and and that's actually good because we're getting to the end of this but yeah the end of a tough cycle approaches and I think with being in hermit mode and doing that work on yourself and evaluating your connections that's how you're able to achieve that um, and with expect powerful change 
and adjustments being required. These are two final messages coming out from the Moonology deck. I think that that is just realistic um, expectations that have to be set in order for you to reach that level of peace and balance in your interpersonal connections that you want to achieve in order to you know, have that balance of the, the three of cups in your relationships. You're gonna have to make adjustments, but what's gonna be the result of that is powerful change uh, in the quality of your relationship. So yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think all of this actually, you know, it, it fit together quite nicely. And thanks so much, folks, um, you know, for tuning in and, and hanging in there with me through all of this time for this extended reading. I hope it was helpful and that it provided insight, um, clarity, maybe a little bit of tough love, but mainly just, you know, some uh, uplifting and empowerment and a boost uh, for your week and beyond. So, all of that being said, uh, I hope everyone has a great start to their week. Be safe, stay well, and talk soon.